1: I'm Kirsty Ferruja from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers.
2: And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised.
1: If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. You've
2: joined us for episode 39 of The Art of Decluttering. Today, we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your office desk. <laughs> Woo! And today's episode has been requested by Danielle Jones. So, Danielle, thank you for sending through your listener request. We are so excited to share with you our thoughts on how to keep your office desk organised and decluttered.
1: Yay! Before we do that, though, can I tell you, listeners, how excited I am that we have had our first couple of supporters over on Patreon. And we are doing a huge shout out to Elizabeth Cronk for supporting us over at Patreon. Do you want to explain what Patreon is?
2: Yeah, so Patreon is a listener supporter platform. So you can just hop on to patreon.com, which is P A T R E O N. And if you search the Art of Decluttering on there, you'll see our supporter page. So basically, you can go on and support us to produce these podcasts. And we are in the studio today with Jared, our awesome sound engineer. And we can do that because we have these amazing supporters. So if you would like to continue to support us to fly Kirsty down from Sydney every couple of months, to be in a studio and to give you the best quality podcast we possibly can, Patreon's the way to do that.
1: Yay. So thanks again, Elizabeth Kronk. We love you. So thanks, Elizabeth. So office desks.
2: Do you have an office?
1: I do have an office, but it is I when we were planning this episode I was thinking more about my past life and living at corporate offices? Yes. Working at My many
2: jobs. Yeah, I thought the same thing. So, yes, I have a desk at home. That's kind of my office desk. But I think really for this episode, let's talk more about people that are in a workplace Mm. where they're not working from home and so they've actually got to consider other people, the environment and habits that go with working where there are other people. Perfect. So what are some essentials to have on your desk? Well, I was going to say computer, but... I was talking to a colleague yesterday who was working um, at one of the big conglomerates in Australia and the CEO has no computer on his desk. Now, admittedly, he's pushing retirement age and his PA will like print things off and bring them in for him. But even though I was going to say computer's essential, sometimes it may not be. If you're a graphic designer and you like kind of the pens and pencils and paper, maybe you don't have a computer.
1: Or an architect with those big, oh, funky yeah, desks. I love those boards. Yeah. Yes. But if you need to work on a computer, then maybe a computer, laptop, or like what you have, that set... What, tell us about the computer you just got.
2: I got a new computer yesterday. So it's a desktop computer. But it's effectively just a monitor and there's this tiny little box that's like the size of a strawberry container. Yeah, it's like a
1: set-top box, like like Apple TV or something.
2: And you just actually affix that to the back of the monitor. Oh, really? Yeah, so all you have is a monitor and the hard drive's on the back of the monitor. So it kind of, it's not laptop, like you can't just pack it up and take it, but I have like this enormous screen and no... Excess cords, no excess boxes, no massive CPU thing. Yeah. I'm loving it. Awesome. If I could if only you can get it to work. work out, what the password is to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. I totally There's will. Your time. So, in your corporate life pre being a professional organizer, tell us what you did and what kind of jobs you had.
1: I, my previous to having children, just before I was had children, I was a assistant financial planner. Power Planner and an accountant, so I worked in a fairly a medium-sized accounting firm in Blackburn. Shout out to Sabre Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah, but that was like nine years ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Like, well, yeah. Did
2: you um, always work in accounting, financial planning?
1: And uh, no, before that, I was at Medibank in accounting too. Okay. Um so most of my working life, BC, was accounting. Yeah. You know, fun. Fun and games. Oh, I
2: love accounting stuff. We were audited yesterday and I'm possibly the only person in the whole of Australia that got excited about the auditor coming.
1: Yeah, you And it happens so every year for us for weird.
2: and it's an internal audit, so it's not like the tax people going, Oh my gosh, that Amy Ravel's dodgy. We need to audit her. It's an internal audit, but I love it. Yep. I love weird. it. I You're am weird. weird. I You're fully weird. accept my weirdness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what about you? Did you ever work in a corporate office?
2: Yes. So BC, before children myself, um, I had quite a few different corporate jobs. I was at World Vision for a little while. I was at Australia Post for a little while. I was at Christian Blind Mission for a little while. um, had quite a few. I worked in a church office for about 10 years. And so, yeah, all those kind of places where you have a desk that's your own, but there are requirements and there are limitations and there are other people. And every workplace, there's always that one person that has like 50 photos of their cat, three dead cactuses, tissues, photo frames, little ding things hanging off their computer screen. <laughs> Can you tell by my tone of voice that I wasn't that person?
1: Yes. <laughs> so Simon works at an office now and he's got those... Um, Oh, Adjustable we're desk. doing charades again with I my like hands. I like the charades. Yeah. Adjustable desk. It moves, yeah. you can work on it. Yeah, so he stands up a lot, I think. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then all around the office, they're all like at varying heights, whether or not you prefer to sit or stand. Do they have their own desk or do they hot desk? Um, they do have their own desks. I think. I should have really asked him more <laughs> before I started talking <laughs> to him. They have their own desks, definitely, because he's got photos of the kids up. But... Okay, awesome. <laughs> and then in previous jobs, I remember going into his work and he had a little cubicle Yes, and this was when the kids were really little and doing, you know, random crafts and he covered his cubicle walls in their craft. Oh, what a good dad. Yeah, and he used to, like, people would come over and enjoy being in his creative space. (laughs) (laughs) But I know that Simon goes into meeting rooms a lot to... Think,
2: yeah, to get that clear yeah. space. yeah. So we we're talking about what are the essentials to have on your desk. So let's just say for argument's sake, a computer is your essential. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really love is that between our computers and our phones, we no longer need file faxes, phone books, We don't really even need a desktop phone. We often don't need notepads. Yep. There's so much that has been kind of sucked into apps and things on our phones. Yeah. That our desks can be quite clear.
1: Yes, and sometimes I would even suggest that you don't even need your phone, like your mobile phone on your desk. I don't, I I, I don't understand. Well, if you want to be creative and have space, or if you're addicted to your phone, then you may want to think about Putting their phone somewhere else so that you're not always checking out Facebook and Instagram, and that's a very cluttering. yeah.
2: If you're listening, to, no, you can listen to us <laughs> while you work, oh, yeah. But perhaps don't engage on our Facebook page when you're meant to be producing reports for your manager. <laughs> yes.
1: Are you addicted to your phone? Um,
2: probably in the sense that I like to have it with me, not that I'm always on it. Yes. Yeah. So I don't really ever have it more than I always know where it is. Um, And I have it close by. I am the person that if I ever sit down and watch TV, I'll play on my phone while I watch TV.
1: You don't do that. No, I'm doing, I do do that sometimes. And I'm just like, wow, what are we becoming? I know, because I get bored if I'm just doing one thing. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. However, I want to challenge you, me, our listeners. Simon's going to... Turn this back on me. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. To maybe look at some of the apps that you can get for your phone and your computer that actually stop you to being able to access social media. Um, so there's heaps of apps. Um, there's like, let me look at my list here. You've got Forest, which actually grows a forest while you're not rewards using. You. Yeah, it rewards if you only by it growing it grew trees. A real
2: forest. Yeah.
1: so forest dinner mode onward off time moment flipped app detox stay on task they're all apps that can help you to um quit your addiction (laughs) or minimize your addiction and also like yeah as you said reward you for not being on your phone and i know that forest like it if you get on it within your time frame that you said you weren't going to be on it, your tree shrivels and dies. (laughs) So
2: it's like... That's cruel. Breaks your heart. Yeah,
1: and that's that emotional attachment that you want to go, oh, yep, oops, wasn't meant to be on this. And you can even get it for your desktop, some of them for your desktop as well, so that you can stop yourself from flicking over to Facebook.
2: Yeah, that's a great idea. And, look, I've been without a computer now since Monday and I thought it would be really hard it's been awesome.
1: It's been awesome. You have had to be fair and honest and open to everybody. You have been having slight heart attacks at what you might be missing. Oh,
2: yeah. Until I got my emails yesterday. So I managed to work out my work emails yesterday. That was full heart attack mode. And fair enough. I had clients contact me Monday and it got to like Thursday night and I finally got the emails. So if you have tried to email me, sorry
1: about that. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you
2: need on your desk? Um, Water. I am a massive water drinker and, you know, we're in the studio now. Both Kirstie and I have a water bottle within reach because I just think you want to stay hydrated. And when you're thinking, did you know when you're using your mind and you're learning, you actually use more water than you would if you were, say, watching TV? No. How cool is that?
1: That is really cool. So you actually
2: actually get more dehydrated at work than you would say on a weekend if you were just hanging out doing stuff. So just you work better, you think better, you're less grumpy when you get home, you're less hungry because you're not then having an empty stomach all the time. Mm. Drink your water. Yes.
1: That's my recommendation for today. Hey, Amy, you know how we ran the awesome Art of Decluttering course last year? Do you want to do it again this year? Hey, I was thinking the same thing. We had such an incredible
2: group last year, though. Do you think we could ever match that level of awesomeness?
1: Uh I'm not sure, but I'm totally willing to give it a go. But hey, back up a bit. Let's tell people about what the course is about again. Well,
2: you know how we help people each and every week in our podcast – to declutter a space in their home Well our course is a bit different You don't just get our best tips and tricks For decluttering We also share with you the secrets Of creating a home that is not only Decluttered
1: but stays Organised for life Our course is for people who want to experience Freedom and joy in their homes It's perfect for you If you want to have a home that is welcoming As well as organised And where you are free to focus on living Your abundant life
2: To find out more and register for our upcoming free webinars, visit theartofdecluttering.com.au. We can't wait to have you in our course community this year.
1: What about stationery? What stationery do you need on your desk or in your, like in the drawers or does it, what needs to be on the desk as opposed to in the drawers?
2: Well, I think for me and the way that I've done it when I've been in corporate life and how I do it at my home office is if I need to access it, say five times a day, it sits on the office. Uh, so it sits on the desk. So my pens are there. My ruler's there. I might be the only person in Australia that actually uses a ruler, but I use it all the time. Highlighter. What do you use that for? Uh, Cause often what I'm doing for people is planning wardrobes and stuff. So, and my, I've got a scale ruler. So last week I was planning a wardrobe and I just use the ruler all the time. Other times I'm planning out how I would like to recommend stuff to clients. So it's just more for my drawings. Okay. Because I quite like, do you ever do drawings for clients? No. Oh, I love it. it I was always wanted to be an architect. Yeah. So I think I'm like channeling my inner architect into people's wardrobes. <laughs> So they are the things I keep. No stapler because I don't use that multiple times a day. No sticky tape. I don't use that all the time.
1: What about you? I when I worked in an office, I only ever had the one pen, wow. and it would sit on my old on school keyboard, keyboard yes. in between the. It was always <laughs> the gap keys. there. <laughs> yeah. And still today, I do have a. a Pen holder of pens on yes. my desk, but it's almost out of arm reach. Like, I, I literally have to lean over to mm. get it, and I don't need to really. Like, the only time I lean over is to get the pen out at the beginning of the day and put the pen back I at like the that. end of the day. I don't use anything better pen and paper. If I'm even using that. Yeah.
2: And I really like what you said is you get it out at the start of the day, but you put it back at the end of the day. Mm. And I think that's a really good tip that we give our people that are working in offices and have a desk. Is there such benefit to keeping it clear?
1: Yeah. And not just stationary, but packing up everything. And even if you're in the middle of something, like I know when I was um, a financial planner, I might be working on a client's stuff over a day more than a day but I'd still pack that file up and put it in one of those racks you know on my to-do list thing and then get it out again the next day yeah. instead instead of leaving it open on that one page because then you know I'd always hope that the cleaners would actually clean desks they really mm, do yeah but they You know, some cleaners barely even vacuum under desk. But nonetheless, like if or if a fire broke out or like water, you know, whatever, it's better to have a clear desk. And it was also good for my mental health to come in in the morning and go, oh, let's take a deep breath. Let's gather myself, focus and, you know, maybe even do meditation or pray or whatever before feeling overwhelmed at all the tasks that I had to do. (sighs)
2: I actually worked for a workplace once where once a week on a Wednesday morning, we were given half an hour and our job was to sit at our desk and all we were allowed in front of us was a piece of paper and a pen. And it was brilliant because we would just get creative because then you're there with your mind. So the phone's off, the computer's off, you've got nothing to do. And all we did was kind of dream and think. And sometimes it was a to-do list and other times it was like these grand plans to save the world. And it was like a gift. Once a week, half an hour, and everyone did it at the same time. So it was brilliant. I loved it, and I often think I should do it more than I currently do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That would... Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do our own challenge. Mm. Let's do a challenge this week. Okay, let's do it. Like 30 minutes a day of just dreaming. Well, why don't we just
2: set it really low for people, because 30 minutes is a lot. five minutes.
1: Let's say five minutes. Five minutes. Every morning...
2: To think, dream, pray, meditate, write your list, write a letter to someone. It's just you and a piece of paper. Let us know how you go.
1: And your deep breath. Yeah. And a bottle of water. Yeah. What else do you need, (sighs) need, need, need? need. need. What do you need, need, need? Um, What about drawers? Do you need drawers? Nope. Okay. I don't think so. I only say that because I don't have them. (laughs) I think it depends on the type of job that you have. Correct. Like if you have got all, you know. If you've got files that you need to access regularly or if you've got pamphlets or, you know, if you've got sales brochures, if you're on the call making sales calls, then you need to quick access to things. Yeah. I think that there's a need for drawers or paper stack on your desk, like, you know, those folders. File, like, up, up,
2: what are they called? Standing up files. Yeah. I think I would probably encourage people to have those things if you're not using them multiple times a day, maybe out of reach. Because then you're forced to get up a little bit more. Because I think the challenge can be sometimes is everything's within reach now. You don't often have to get up and go to the fax machine. You just send an email. And you don't even have to get up and talk to a colleague. You just IM them or you send them an email as well. And so getting up is really important. Just to stretch your muscles, change position. Our bodies don't like being in the same position for hours and hours and hours and hours. They just don't like it, which is fair enough.
1: Yeah, and you know how I'm a huge fan of Slow Your Home podcast. Are oh, you kiss! I would never have guessed that. <laughs> Just in case you haven't seen me mention it, I was on with Brooke Gallery a couple of months ago now, but <laughs> I might put a link in the show notes. I this think week. you
2: definitely should.
1: <laughs> well, their current experiment—so in March, their experiment is actually to get out into nature for 60 minutes a day and I was listening to it on the drive to the airport last night and they were talking about just the mental or the emotional benefits of actually getting out and yes you can look at greenery like I know my last job corporate job I was had a window in front of me with a birch oh, beautiful. tree and it was concrete past that, but there was a tree right outside my window. And that was really lovely. And I probably didn't appreciate it um, as much as I should have. So it is good to look at nature, but actually to get out mm. into fresh air. And there was an, there's was um, been research done compared to just getting out into urban spaces. Like, you know, if you work in the city or yeah. work in a suburb, getting out and going for a walk compared to sitting in a garden wow. or sitting in a... In nature, so
2: it's not just about the fresh air, or it's not just about getting outside.
1: Yeah, and so it is important to get out into the fresh air, and and there was increased productivity, increased creativity, increased so much increase in just getting outside. Wow! Um, But it was like even more so if you could get out into nature. So that's why I'm like, that's why I said to you this morning, when we take a break today, let's go sit out in Jared's garden. (laughs) So nice, and you know what? If you can't get out, how about bringing
2: some greenery inside? Yes. If you're someone like me who's not very good at keeping things alive, black like thumb. Do you know that your brain will get the same response from a fake plant as a real plant? You don't have to try and keep it alive. Your brain's still seeing greenery, and it makes you happy. It doesn't matter if it's not an alive plant.
1: Yeah, and similarly, <laughs> having a screensaver of nature will do the will have a similar not as much effect but we'll have a similar effect that is cool to seeing nature like so if you can't get out for whatever reason or if you yeah um yeah I've I've been really inspired by listening to these slow Your home podcasts about actually stopping taking a break building the cre- creativity yeah. building the breath and the and the downtime and like yesterday we had a really challenging um situation with our podcast, <laughs> and um, I should have gone out and gone for a walk like we I should have gone out and got some fresh air yeah, and great, then yeah. I would have been more creative in how to respond to that challenge and um, may have even been able to let it go more quickly.
2: Yeah, And you know what? I did let it go more quickly because I was actually sitting out in a garden having a cup of tea with a friend. Well, and that's why. How funny is that? I never thought about it. Yes. We were sitting under this tree that must have been 200 years old. Like it was enormous. And the whole of the outside of the cafe was shaded by the one tree. And it's had grass and a sandpit
1: where is this cafe you speak
2: of? Oh, Shillinglaw Cottage in Eltham, just like two minutes from here. Oh, It was beautiful yesterday. But that's why you could let it go because you were in nature. And I was with my girlfriends. That kind of helps. Yeah. And I also had the most amazing zucchini and carrot fritter with a poached egg on top. That was unbelievable. Okay. Peeps. Shillinglaw Law Cottage. You should do it. <laughs> so what don't you need on your desk? Hmm, That's a really good question. I think you don't need lots of notes. You know how often desks have sticky notes and phone lists and... You have notes beside your desk. Yeah, and I go through them really regularly. So I think that what often happens is they go stale. So you have things on there for staff that have left, for procedures that have been updated, for fire escape warden, whatever they're called, (laughs) that have been left the building and there's new people in that place. I think you just need to really go through that. And what I have is a board, so I keep it all on one surface rather than having them directly. So it's to my right yes, and directly where I am, I try not to have any notes.
1: Yeah, unless it's your to-do list. Yeah, unless it's something you want to do right now. I have to ring Amy today, don't forget.
2: Bring milk on the way home.
1: Yes. Pick up bread. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you need a printer on your desk? Do you need trinkets on your desk? I think
2: for the printer, make it again somewhere where you've got to walk Mm. because then you're getting that little bit of movement and then you also think twice before printing. Do you need trinkets on your desk? Need? No. Some people like having them on their desk because it (laughs) makes it their home and it makes them comfortable. You're there 40, 50 hours a week. But my suggestion is look at it with fresh eyes. How many of those trinkets do you still need on your desk? Could you cull them? Could you rotate them? Could you put them out of eyesight? Could they live somewhere else?
1: Do you need photos of your children on your desk?
2: You do not need photos of your children on your desk.
1: Do some people like photos of children? Yes,
2: I have photos of my children at my desk
1: it's inspirational when you're having a really bad day and you're like, I hate this place. I want to get out of here. I'm going to quit. And then you look at your children and go, oh yeah, got mouths to feed.
2: That's right. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. so They're my inspiration. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely have photos of my kids at my desk, but you don't need them. There's no judgment if you choose to have a minimalist desk with not a photo of your husband, your kids, your cat, your dog, your parakeet. That's cool too.
1: Yeah. Doesn't make you cold hearted. No, there's freedom and grace here. so have you got any productivity hacks hacks (laughs) hacks I have a couple of I'm a massive
2: to-do list person massive to-do list person everything goes on my to-do list and I have such joy in crossing it off when it's done Mm.
1: what about you yes and I am inspired to do that pomodo, I never know how to say it. Oh, like what is it? Pomodoro method.
2: Oh, I have Pomodoro, that's the yes. word, but I don't,
1: actually don't know what it is. So it's where you set a timer for 25 minutes and you sit undistracted, like you focus on that one task. Oh, right. And then give yourself a break after 25 minutes. Yeah, that's get bad, up, yeah. get a drink of water, go talk to your mate, get, go for a walk, go outside and look at greenery, put the Screensaver on, whatever. Have a break, but then it makes you focus for twenty five minutes, and you know, like your brain has a trick to go. You only have to do it for twenty five. That's minutes. right. That's not long. Yeah, it's like exercise. You know when you yes exercising, you're like, okay, I can do this for another two minutes. I could do this for another two minutes. So it's just that that trick.
2: That's fantastic. Pomodoro. So if you want to learn more about that, just Google Pomodoro.
1: Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Kessie we'll put it in the show notes. Oh, we've spoken about getting out into the fresh air already. Yeah, I think that's important. And the view of nature. How about spending five minutes of meditation or well, relaxation th- or breathing? Yeah. When, especially if you're in a stress... And at three o'clock off. in
2: the afternoon. Yes. That's really good. Like when you're getting that real hunger and your energy's low. I know we've talked about it at the start of the day with no distractions. But if at three o'clock you can just breathe three really deep breaths Mm -hmm. and close your eyes and just relax for two minutes, that can be a really good way to refocus and actually have a productive last couple of hours of the day
1: rather than the day just dragging on forever. Okay, so we're going to do that at three o'clock today. Jared and Amy? (laughs) Big breaths. (laughs) Okay, any other habits that you want to chat about quickly about your office desk? No, I think... um,
2: Keep your desk in a way that respects others. Mm. So you don't want to have your desk being an obnoxious standout in your office because it's like got balloons and streamers and photos and plants and trinkets everywhere and everyone else. Every day of the week because it's fine to
1: have that on your birthday.
2: Oh, yeah, birthdays, go for it. But if your desk is a real standout and is distracting to other people, just maybe consider what that would be like to work with your desk right next to you. And with it in um, eyesight. (laughs) So... That wraps up the episode, but before we go... We really wanted to read out an iTunes review that someone has left for us, a lady named Amy. Not Um, this Amy. Not me, not me, another lady. I'm going to read it out, and we just wanted to say thank you to her for leaving an iTunes review because it helps other people discover our podcast and know what to expect, and it encourages us. We love these words that come. So it's titled Creating Productivity by amesy 85 I discovered your podcast last year while on maternity leave at a time when I was very lost in emotions, tasks, and so much stuff. I indulge in your conversations every week, usually while either doing something productive in my home or while escaping reality for 10 minutes while I eat my lunch in the car on a break or on my way to work. I have re-listened to lots of episodes and always take away something different. Thank you for being my new go-to for all things organising and just generally providing easy-to-achieve goals and inspiration. Love, Amy.
1: Oh, that is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, wow. I actually hadn't read that before.
2: Yeah, it's a recent one. So, Amy, thank you so much for sharing your encouragement with us. Shout-out to you and whether you're at work today or... Or whether you're in the car or you're doing it while you're listening to us while you're doing your housework, be encouraged little steps
1: at a time, and you're totally gonna get yourself there. Okay. Thank you for joining us again for another episode, and we can't wait to hang out with you next week. Beautiful Have an amazing time. week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as PO.
1: You can find me, Kirsty over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as FeelsLikeHomePO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes.
2: We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised.
1: If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com for slash the of decluttering.
2: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.